Did the intro? No, I didn't do the intro. Oh. <sighs> Welcome to the Finicky Podcast, where we drink the beers and make the jokes. And today I'm here with Ben Derriger. Yes, I'm right here. Cheers, Julian. Cheers. Drink the beers. Literally, uh, Sunday, Monday night football just ended, and uh, we're we're getting after it sooner than uh, any Finicky podcast has done so in the past. I mean, it wasn't a great game. We'll get right into, we'll get into week eight and we'll talk about Monday Night Football along the way. Week eight, week and we will start eight. with the game of the week, which was you versus Antez. Derage, how did that go? Well, I got the W, so that's a good thing. <laughs> but I, I, it was really closer than I thought uh, because uh, Chris has a very good team and you know you never know what to expect from him i mean he has a patriots d he has russell wilson which are the top two scoring people slash defense slash they are did you learn that from the podcast i learned that from you but i knew that before when you said that so (laughs) okay i'll take you i'll take you as an avid listener and i appreciate it but by the way by the way chris or yeah, Chris has two losses, and guess who 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 did he lose to? Me first week. Do you both times? Two- yes. So wow. Cheers to me. Um, cheers besides- to you. That's a great stat. Stats. Yeah. Um, but besides that, I guess looking more into detail in these uh in these teams. Uh, let's see. I mean, I I had a uh, Dalvin Cook and Adrian Peterson started off in on Thursday night football. They produce quite well. I mean, Dalvin Cook, you can expect that from him, I suppose. Well, can you, you can't expect it every week because <laughs> it did go for a while where he wasn't the, – the Vikings just changed their minds and decided to just a throw, throw the yeah, ball at you. Exactly. And that killed you. I think that's where your two losses came from. Uh, Yeah, you might be right in underwhelming support for my wide receivers. But, you know, it's week to week. You know, you can't expect – I should take that back. You can't expect – what's projected um every week um and i was a little hesitant to start adrian peterson um but i was happy i did 11 points is is enough i i think to expect from him but i only started him because i think going back to minnesota he wanted to prove a point but besides yeah but besides that uh chris's team i he i think they performed not to their expectations. I mean, for example, like Leonard Fournette, he had 26 touches this week, 20 carries, five receptions. That's what he had. And for eight weeks, he's only had one touchdown. He he gets a lot of looks and touches, but he hasn't converted into, into touchdowns. And I'm glad that didn't happen. Well, you know, here's the thing. You put up 200 points, so you deserve to win naturally. But I'd like to know, I don't want to overlook one thing, and that is that one, Antez is in the Philippines. And two, do you think he actually had a chance to know that Drew Brees was playing football this week? Honestly, yeah. I regardless of where you are in the world, I think I think him being finicky for so long, he would he would know. But 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 then again, he's coming he's coming back from an injury and I would start Russell Wilson. Well, it was it, it was shocking to it me. Wouldn't have mattered, is what, is what it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. 
But that is, I mean, a, a, that's a pretty shocking stat. That's two weeks in a row. Ryan Tannehill, fucking Ryan Tannehill, has outscored Russell Wilson, who uh, three weeks ago was an MVP candidate. I don't know if that's the case anymore. Um, He's no, you did great. 200 points. Yeah. You win. Winner. Uh, let's move on to other matchups, such as uh, me versus Bottom. Speaking of almost 200 points. He deserved to lose. I'm sorry. He didn't, he didn't start a quarterback, which is he uh, didn't start the a quarterback. thin in finicky, don't you think? Right. It's a crime. He bottomed it. He bottomed out. That's why it's a thing. And it's because he does it. He bottomed out hard. And shame. Shame, 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 shame on you, bottom. Hey, but go ahead. Throw in Mitchell Trubisky. He'd add five points, which wouldn't have mattered. That's true. He was doomed from the start. He's he he's, he doesn't have anything on the bench that have been worth starting. Uh, he got really great numbers from Kenny Galladay and Derek Carr and uh, Luke Kuechly. But yeah, I I was lucky for me that um, you know that the Oakland game was high scoring on both sides because had it been one sided, maybe I would have lost. Also, fantastic that Aaron Jones is apparently a god of football. <laughs> Both of those things combined uh, got Jeez. me the W. I was really disappointed with Mohamed Sanu. Uh, I figured if you spend a second-round pick on him, you think you can plug and play. And you know what? Maybe TJ Hawkinson, top 10 pick, he's just not ready, and that's my fault. Outside hey, of that, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, I mean, besides you having one, two, three, Carson, Jones, Barkley, and Jacobs, that's an amazing running back core, but um, – Moving on from that, Hawkinson, you you're still riding his way from week one. He well, no, I have actually dropped him and picked him back up. I knew okay. I needed somebody on the bye. Uh, I just thought against the Giants, man. It's yeah, matchup wise, yeah, that's true. It's but you know what? This happens. I feel like every year. I feel like there's one team that seems like an immense pushover that. All of a sudden, by week eight or week nine, their defense starts to come together, and the Giants. Gave Brady some hell, and we just watched the Dolphins, the motherfucking Dolphins, give the Steelers some hell. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, you can't you can't bank on a defense being bad all year round, I guess. But also, TJ Hawkinson, he's, he may not be great. He may not be featured. But either way, he tied Jimmy Graham because fuck that guy. And uh, <laughs> that was that. Uh, moving to the blowout of the week. We've got Lyle and JP, and uh, that you, I mean, yeah, it looked to me that you were the only 200-point person, but then I totally forgot Lyle. Lyle put up 217 points. What do you think of that, Derek J? Uh, amazing, only because it was projected JP 156 and Lyle 155, so it was projected to be a close game, but Lyle shot out of the gate uh, with... 33 from Mike Evans, 21st from Jared Goff. A lot of points just shot out the gate. I think one point in time, it was like 71 to 200. And I was yeah. looking, there, there was like no way to come back from that. No way. And even though he had Aaron Rodgers and Rudolph to put some points up, there was no way. So it was uh, it was interesting to to see that. There was, let me see. I wrote, I wrote a little notes here. I'm happy that Mike Evans got some got some points on there because he's been – MIA. I thought he would be QB one for uh, Tampa Bay, but Godwin has been taking the spotlight from there. But having two 
you know, number ones is, is excellent for uh yeah can you believe that the fucking yeah. buccaneers have the two best wide receivers in football fantasy wise yeah i agree it's fucking unbelievable um no i agree with you uh i also look at this um and see that i i i, I made it very clear that i didn't see a lot in this matchup that i mean a lot of a lot of good players of course i didn't I thought Jordan Howard could do well. I didn't think he'd get 16. I thought Mike Evans could do well. I didn't think he'd get 33. But yeah. I did say that the two players to watch in this matchup were David Montgomery and fucking Devin Singletary. And you know that JP listened to the podcast, knew about the jinx, <laughs> jinx. and immediately moved Devin Singletary to the goddamn <laughs> bench. And for that, that you jinxed yourself. You goddamn jinxed yourself. Hey, yeah, get, guess Shame what? Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is thrown to his running backs, and they're scoring touchdowns. That's true. That yeah. Is, and they're that not. sucks for uh, Valdez scantling. But, I mean, that's the situation over there in Green Bay, is that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to get his, but yeah. he, he's going to throw it to whoever the goddamn hell he wants until Devontae comes back. True. All right. That was a that was a hell of a matchup. Uh, congratulations to Lyle for obliterating poor JP. Winner. And we're moving on to now we're getting to kind of the the tight matchups. Uh, the San Antonio Raiders against Benjamin Bliss. This one was actually pretty close to start Monday. Not so close to finish it. Four and three versus four and three. Great matchup. Yeah. Exciting this was to watch. Matchup. And there was a lot of high-scoring guys on both sides. Um, I don't know what. What I mean, the big thing? The reason this this looks so inflated is because James Conner got twenty points. But I don't know if you watched it. This was actually a pretty close matchup. It was very close. If you think about it, if you if you just think about what we're looking at right now, the uh, Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida, it could have gone Matt Breida's way with four touchdowns, but in this case, it went to Coleman. It also sucked for. Um, well, here's the thing. Well, Blizz is going to blame me because that's what he does. He gets very angry. And he's going to blame me for all of this happening to him. But he, because he, 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 you know, he got 21 from Stafford. He's going to blame me that I jinxed Terry Bridgewater Jinx. because Drew Brees came back. Uh, mm -hmm. Alvin Kamara couldn't play. But yeah, when we talked projections, I said lean on the Saints to obliterate the Cardinals, which happened. And it looked like Bliss would have four or five guys in that feeding frenzy, but in the end, he got eight out of the Saints D and ten out of the coach, and uh, uh, Ted Ginn Jr. got four points. That's it, and uh, he didn't get what he needed out of it to uh, beat Snake, and I actually thought Snake would lose this the minute he benched Miles Sanders, who decided to run the length of the field for a touchdown, but um, I guess you just can't count out that uh, 49ers D or James Conner. Yep, that's true. Or and Josh Allen. I guess we, we, we've all shat on Josh Allen a lot, but uh, he continues. He tied Tom Brady today. He continues to produce. And um, I don't know if this is sustainable, but Snake almost got 200 points, and he will advance to 5-3. and three. Good job for Snake, and uh, go to hell, Bliss. All right, Lose. moving on to our closest game. And also, uh, arguably, our least important game, uh, Zach versus Stephanie. What did you see here? Daniel Jones, four touchdowns. <laughs> Danny Dimes. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie's fucking football hero. <laughs> Just shat on her face. So um, I get, I mean, I think the under, like, 
what glares out at me. I think Stephanie could have won this game because obviously you look at it, Chase Edmonds, zero. Brandon Cooks, zero. I mean, injuries. Uh, yeah. Wasn't able to capitalize with, I don't know, Frank Gore with 34 yards, Ryan Fitzpatrick, six points, two passes, two touchdowns. Um, did she have anyone on the bench? Nope. She had no one on the bench that, I mean, you could always say what if she put someone, but there was no one there. She was, she had a lot of the buy and injury bug with Devonte Adams and Patrick Mahomes. That would sink any normal fantasy team. Uh, Amari Cooper, Justin Ticker, Tucker on the buy, uh, even furthermore. Yeah. But um, I don't know. She got 29 out of Cooper Cup. You'd think that would cover up. Yeah. That was one of the biggest this swings. Was the week Once where Cooks went out, the... you knew yeah. Cook, Cook was gonna, or Cup was going to feast. No, absolutely. If this was a week where she would add another win to her column, this would have been it. I think. I mean, because Larry Fitzgerald, zero, zero points, but two receptions. I was actually – I put a waiver wire to pick him up because I think he's obviously number one wide receiver. I think he'd get – you know, looks at least, but I'm glad I didn't because I would have started him and he would have mm-hmm. got four points. Um, so you're smart. I'm you're smart for dropping him. I'm smart for not picking him up. And <laughs> Steph, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. No, yeah. you're you're on point. And you forget that before Monday night football, Steelers, they I mean it was Steelers D versus Preston Williams. Preston Williams dropped a touchdown. He yeah. He could have this game could have been much closer. Because a Preston Williams touchdown knocks down the Steelers' D more, by more points. Okay. Like this was this was a lot closer. Looking at it, not to fucking mention the Denver punter got twenty five points. Yeah, I'm glaring at that right now. That's one of the <laughs> holy shit. Crazy. That's a fuck ton of points, and he's not even kicking field goals. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so I mean, the rest of this, we can. there's a couple more things we can unpack here. But for that, uh, Stephanie, rough deal. Zach is moving up the ladder. I mean, you three wins, you're in the conversation. There's a couple guys who've been sitting on four wins for a while. So, uh, you know, uh, march on with Jameis Winston and Daniel Jones. Uh, let's move on to week nine, which uh, will start with Stephanie versus Bottom. Which uh, I know takes it. This game could, I think, be the lowest scoring game of the year because you, you have to look at all of the buys and all of the injuries. I'll list the players who will not be playing football. Uh, and they will, this, this is enough, guys, for a couple fancy matchups Devontae Freeman, Cooper Cup, Todd Gurley. Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, Will Lutz, Devontae Adams, Patrick Mahomes. None of those guys will be playing football in this matchup. They are scheduled to, they won't. You look at the top scoring people in this, it's all kickers. Uh, And it's not even Bottom's (laughs) starting kicker. So I leave it to you, Derge. What the fuck is going to happen here? I made notes. I have... Bottom 111, Steph 99, week nine, for the same reasons. Uh, Steph has Freeman Cup on buys. Um, what I have here, Mayfield versus Denver. That's a bad matchup for him. And Bottom has Prescott back off the bench and Derek Carr, and I think that should uh, push him over for the W. So you, wait, so you're picking Bottom? 
I'm I'm picking bottom. Yeah. Bottom. And what's the final score? Uh, bottom one eleven. Steph ninety nine. That's hot. That's yeah. Hot before you even pick. said it was gonna be a low scoring game, I already. That is a horrifically low scoring game. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of <laughs> waiver wire work to yeah. go on here, but um. Yeah, you know, I, I look at a lot of the remaining players and they're dudes who had great weeks last week. And like, is Kenny Galladay going to get three touchdowns again? No. In fact, since Kenny Galladay had 24 points last week, you might as well motherfucking start Marvin Jones because it just seems to go back and forth like yeah. fucking Pong. Yeah. Uh, they, I just, the lot of, Bottom had a good week outside of not starting Matt Ryan, which is yeah. good for him, except for now. I just don't know what he's got left to try to survive this bye week. And yeah, Stephanie with the upset, that's not a bad pick. That's the way I would go as well. Um, Winner. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll live with that. Stephanie defeats bottom. Bottom lives in shame. Uh, moving on, we've got JP versus Zach. Uh, this is, these projections are out of control. JP is five and two. Zach will, well, no, I guess he won't be five and two. Fuck those numbers. But he's, JP's been leading the East, the the world's division. And Zach has been at the bottom of the LA division. And the numbers have Zach winning this one. What do you see? Um, I agree. I uh, I have Zach winning 189, JP 170. I think uh, with Zach having Winston, McCaffrey, and Gordon, they're going to be money next week. Or actually, he has digs too. Pardon me. So I think they're all going to be money. Um, and J- JP has Rodgers, obviously. And Newton's going to come back. But I think uh, I don't think that's going to be enough for uh, him to get the W. So I'm going with Zach, 189-170. Yeah, JP does have a lot of dead weight between um, you know buys and injury. And Zach's got C-Mac, who I believe is an alpha. I, I think I've made it very clear that uh, I, I believe in that guy. It was the first overall pick that I doubted, but now I'm a believer. And I also think Melvin Gordon. You know, the Chargers, they're starting to evolve into their late-season form, which means that they're not going to be throwing the ball around as much. And I think that if they're going to commit to the run, Austin Eckler is not a guy who can who can ground and pound for 30 carries, but Melvin Gordon is. And I think you utilize the fact that you've got a healthy back who could be top five, uh, guy in this league, and you grind him out. I mean, you don't even have him on contract next year, so what's what's about? Give him the numbers he wants and get the mileage out of him while you can. I think Melvin Gordon could be in for a big week against Green Bay. And, uh, yeah, I'll take Zach. I'll take Zach in that one. Winner! Moving on to Lyle versus Bliss. Uh, this is... Uh, the, the numbers have Lyle staying hot. What do you see? Mm, I see Bliss winning 154, Lyle 139. Winner. I think uh, Bliss with uh, Brady and Metcalf is going to be money. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I say Bliss 154, 139. I don't need to get much more deeper into that. There you go. That's, that's, hot. My, that's my hot take right there for that one. I love it. I think that's hot. And you know <sighs> what? I look at it and, you know, Bliss is in that odd position where it's uh, his two quarterbacks are playing each other. But – um. Man, uh, the Saints are on a bye, which immediately would make me think that Bliss is on a bye. However, I think he's going to actually ditch a lot of that dead weight with Bridgewater not playing football anymore. And um, Kamara's going to be on the bye anyway, which is what he had last week. Kamara was out. I think he's ready for the Saints to be gone. Yeah. And as far as Ravens-Pats, 
the Ravens and Harbaugh, they're a kryptonite to the Pats. The Ravens are the last team the Patriots want to see in the goddamn playoffs, and I think they don't want to see them this week. I'd pick Harbaugh over Belichick. I think this is their specialty, and uh, they'll defy the odds, and I think Bliss will as well. I think Bliss wins. I'll go with your numbers. and uh, I'm amazed that we agreed. I thought that I would stand alone on that. I'm fantastic. Bliss wins. Jinx. Congratulations. Right, just one more thing. I think uh, DK Metcalf will have a huge game, too, going against uh, Tampa Bay. Um, two, two huge games in a row? Yeah, well, la- whatever Sunday night's game, he had, what, uh, 10 yards or two touchdowns, whatever. Yeah. You know, 10, whatever, 14 points. But I'm talking about more of a bigger game this year or next oh. week. I hear you. Yeah, more yards. Yeah, Tampa Bay's got uh, tiny corners, little baby corners, and so yeah, you know, if you're six three and you fly, then that's a it's a pretty good advantage. All right, Snake versus Tez. You uh, you just Tez is a familiar foe for you. Uh, Snake, however, in the projections, has got Mm -hmm. a little bit of the favorite. What do you see here? Let's see. Um, I'm going with Snake. 179. Chris getting another L with 116. Chris, uh, if Chris wanted to start Drew Bees, he can't. Or Thomas, because they're on buys. Um, Russell Wilson can't do it alone. Even though he's going to have, a, I think, amazing the game next week uh, against Tampa Bay. Uh, JP. Uh, he has Godwin. I think it's his turn instead of Hopkins. He's going to have money. So I'm going with Snake or, yeah, 179, 160 against Chris. That is a hell of a pick. I look at it and, uh, yeah, I think pending uh, superstar performances uh, by Russell Wilson and Leonard Fournette, because, uh, you know, Houston doesn't have JJ Watt anymore. I feel like that could be a high scoring exchange. Uh, I don't think Dallas can cover tight ends, so maybe Evan Ingram gets his. But you look across the board, and yeah, you know, I, yeah, man, Chris has a couple giants, uh, and they all can't feast. Um, I think that the the secret weapon for for Antez has always been the Pats D, and yeah. they're going against Lamar Jackson. Yeah. What so do you think, yeah, What do you think about Chris playing double tight ends? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a value move, but I, I don't think it works as often as you think. When you see that a tight end is ranked uh, 10th or 11th out of tight ends, it really doesn't mean shit. I mean, yeah, tight ends don't get a lot of touchdowns. So, no, I, I think it can work, but often it doesn't. And so I look at JP's team, or uh, sorry, I look at Snake's team, and I think he'll have a couple of move-arounds, and he could have a couple of busts, but overall... Well, you know what? I, you know, fuck yeah. it. I, I'm still going to pick Chris. Still going to pick Chris, but I, I don't think the Patriots are going to do well. I do yeah. think that Chris has the firepower with Russell Wilson and Leonard Fournette. Uh, but we had to disagree on something. We'll go with that. All good. Um, all right. And then, well, we'll have to disagree about this next one because this is the game of the week. And this is you versus me, you <laughs> son of a bitch. And right now, you are projected to win. It hurts my feelings. Um, I guess I'll just put it this way. What what are you feeling about this? And know that every bit of information you give me, I will use against you. Um, I believe, I don't think, 
I think uh, Minshew and Watson are going to cancel themselves out, meaning they're both going to have excellent games. You mean they're on the same tier with each other because they're both championship quarterbacks who can win at will? I agree with you. Meaning also that they'll have the same amount of points. We'll see. I did actually just kind of project Leonard Fournette to get a bunch of points, which I guess was kind of – that was selfish of me because that means that Gardner Minshew, unless he's throwing to Fournette, which can't happen because Fournette has hands of goddamn stone. But, yes, I I hear you. I think Minshew could, especially without J.J. Watt, I think he could go wild. Yeah, but then we're looking at both of our other quarterbacks. I mean, Carla Murray against San Francisco. I'm looking for – I mean – there's not a quarterback that I want to pick up right now. So I guess I might have to start Kyler Murray against San Francisco, which is kind of scary, but you're also going against Chicago with Carson Wentz. So, I mean, they might cancel each other out too. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is a hot take. This is an extra hot take, but I think, I believe DJ Chark is going to have three touchdowns. What? Nine, going against DJ Watson or Deshaun Watson, pardon me. DJ Chart got them all mixed up. Um, but I am going to call a winner for me another 200, which is 213 versus Julian 197. It's going to be a high. Oh, I'll take 197. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. Winner, yeah. winner. And a punter, but outside of that. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think we both might switch our coaches. But yes, that's uh, that's. I, I think we're very evenly matched. I actually like you having Chris Herndon. Uh, I think I watched. I mean, I think uh, the 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 New York tight end, what, Griffin or whatever, he's the number one dude in fin- in all of fantasy sports. But, but um, I think Herndon's talented, so I don't know if he'll get the start. But I, I'm I'm nervous to see if Herndon and the Jets create some magic against uh, Miami. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, <laughs> Kenny Galladay had a great week this week, so that means next week Marvin it's Marvin Jones. Jones's turn. Yes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see. My, I don't know if I can keep Sanu out there. Maybe I can. Maybe I can't. Either way, you and I are mortal enemies, and may the <laughs> best man win. Uh, I pick me. Winner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so um, uh, that is going to be week nine. And uh, what do we have in the hot take section for you? What's your hot take? My hot take for the week is going to be obviously with the Hawks versus the Bucks. It's going to be the highest scoring game of the week. Uh, Hawks, hot. they're going to eclipse 50, but by one point. So 51 bucks, 45. Hot. I love it. That was a great hot take. Um, I have a long-term hot take just because I do this every goddamn week um, that I want to get out. I do think um, I've always been thinking about quarterbacks in the quarterback market, and I got to feel it that Mariota is a chief next year. I think Mariota is obviously going to be done in Tennessee. I think they're going to find their new guy. I think Mariota is a chief next year. As far as uh, next week, uh, hot take-wise, I'm going to say that – I think Lamar Jackson goes for uh, four touchdowns, and I think Tom Brady goes for one. That's my feeling, uh, and I'm gonna—I guess I'm gonna stick with it. But um, eh, that could be embarrassing next week. Anyway, those are my hot takes, and uh, that's it. Derrige, you did great. You were nice and quick. You were very well prepared. May I say the most prepared? Do you have anything else you want to say before the podcast ends? 
No, I'm gonna get another drink because I don't have a chance to get another one. So, happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> happy Halloween, finicky on, finicky great. Great job, Derge. Talk to you later. Bye, Julian. Bye, everyone. <laughs>